Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello to your beautiful brain bubble. It is Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight, I did not believe this story was real. All the celebs speaking out in solidarity with George Floyd and my girl Brittany is on to ask for our support during this tough time. Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Happy Friday. This is the longest, shortest week of my life. I basically was gone Monday through, well, I was gone Monday through Wednesday, came back yesterday, and it was, it, a lot's gone on, right? Um, But I'm very, very happy to be here. Thank you for being here for another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. You know, wherever you're listening, please subscribe, share these podcasts with your friends. If you like them, you notify me on socials. I'm at La Crystal Rosas. And every day on Wild, I like to have my dad on. So today he was introducing this new Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande song. Here's how that went. How you doing, my daughter? Hey, I'm good. Where are you? We're with the Corrals having a carne asada. Wow, that's what you do without me while I have to be at work? I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> That's all good. Wait, you guys are staying six feet apart, right? Yeah, six feet apart. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, good. You ready for the next song? Ah, let's do it. Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande stuck with you. And now Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande stuck on you. Wow, 94.9, the Crystal Rosa show. He gives me extreme FOMO. Like, I hate having to work evenings when he is off and just having the time of life. <laughs> All right, you guys, now let's get right into it. Sharing the cheese, man. Anything celebrity news, viral stuff, trending things, we get into it. Right, meow. Yo, have you seen this? Did she just? No. Really? Oh my God, look at this. I can't believe it. We're sharing the cheese, man. We're sharing the cheese, man. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Okay, if you. Are, like follow me on Twitter, then you already saw what I'm gonna talk about, or like um, <laughs> you already like like heard this story in short within a few tweet characters. But basically, okay, I was scrolling on Instagram today, and like I do every second of my life, and my favorite thing is to follow meme pages. Like I think I probably follow 500 meme pages, 100. But I was I follow this one meme page. It's called Insta Dot Single, and it's so funny. It's a private one, but I was like dying at this meme, and it said. 2020 has been like an effing game show. Host, stay tuned and find out other effed up S that happens in 2020. We'll be right back after this commercial break. After the commercial break, monkey steals coronavirus blood samples in India. <laughs> and so I started dying. I was like, oh my God, that would that would be hella funny. Like there's a, like 
you know, monkey stealing COVID-19 samples. What the heck? So I started dying. I um, sent it to a few of my friends and went about my day. Went about my day. And then I'm scrolling on Twitter this time and see a headline of an actual news article that says monkey still coronavirus blood samples in India. And I was like, wait, what? So then I click on, click on the link. and <laughs> It's true. It's a real news story. Like I could not, I couldn't, I was dying because I'm just like, yeah, 2020 has been a roller coaster. It's been a ride for all of us. It's been one of the hardest years I think we ever had in our lives, right? And so seeing that headline, I was like, yeah, that's hella funny. There's no way. And then it being a way. That's exactly what happened. So I'm going to share the story. This is the first story for um, sharing the cheese. My group of monkeys in India, they did swipe blood samples from coronavirus patients from a local medical college. Um, everyone's just afraid that things are going to spread more. The coronavirus is going to spread more in the regions of India because of this, which can easily happen. I mean, if the monkeys, you know, spill the blood samples, if they touch the blood samples and then eat and then the ground, it, like, <laughs> it is just, oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Um, it is terrible. The worst thing ever. But also, like, hilarious. And also, are monkeys that crazy in India? I did not know this, but I guess that they are. Um, someone quoted, <laughs> wait, what? no, one of the, the college medical professionals said, monkeys grabbed and fled with the blood samples of four COVID-19 patients who are undergoing treatment. We had to take their blood samples again. <laughs> like that was, that's what he said. He's like, darn, we had to take the blood samples again. Like <laughs> the fact that that was the quote. Um, yeah, I hope you did. And I hope they found those monkeys. That's what I'm going to say about this. Dang, I put those details up if you want to check it out, lacrystalrosas.com. Now, this next story, when I first started reading it, I was dying laughing. I was like, oh, this chick, she must have had a night. But then, like, towards the end, I, I felt really bad for her, and I felt so sad. But I'm just going to share the story with you as as I read it and how it was going. Basically, this woman, at, like, 1 in the morning, she was in the nude. She was noodle. And she was a noodle. Yes, she was a noodle. And I don't know how or like what led to this. I'll maybe explain at the end. But basically, she broke into a truck. And the way that she broke into this truck is because she like randomly was pushing the security code. Like, you, cause you know how some cars, they have these like, like one through six codes where you can literally put a, a lock number on it. And Opened the door. So at one in the morning, she was the noodle and she was out here pressing different numbers. Guess what? The truck opened. It, it opened. And what was in the truck? The keys. So she grabbed the keys, stole this truck, started driving off, and she crashed into a deer. Poor deer. RIP that deer. Speaking of deer, I've heard that some people like in the north like eat deer meat. Like that's like a, a Midwest thing or something. Not north, but like, you know, Midwest. I... Would you guys try deer meat? Is that gross if I would? I would try deer meat. I heard there's like deer jerky. I like beef jerky. Anyways, yeah, poor deer. She hit a deer and then, you know, the cops came again. This is like around 1 a.m. Authorities responded to the call. They found her. This queen was only wearing an orange safety vest. That's kind of sexy. <laughs> That's because she like walks out in the orange sex, uh, the sexy vest, the orange safety vest. Um, and yeah, the... The truck was totaled. 
Luckily, the deer made it. It was pretty, it was pretty beat up, pretty bad, but it did make it. Um, and the 31-year-old woman told police that she'd been kicked out of a car and left on the side of the road. So the police, unfortunately, is suspecting this was maybe like a, a drug and prostitution situation, which really does suck. Like, at first I was laughing. I was like, oh, my gosh, she must have been drunk, which is not, like, funny. I mean, that's awful. But, like, dang, girl was and crazy. But, yeah, hearing, like, what they think happened here is not cool at all. Females, be safe, please. Um, do what you want with your body, but please, please, please be safe. You know how it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, luckily she's okay. <laughs> she just had some uh, minor injuries around her body, but it could have gone a lot worse for her and the deer. That was kind of a funny story, interesting, weird, and good thing. Good thingness. I was going to say thank goodness, but I said thank, thank goodness. Am I okay? <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's give a shout out to all the artists, celebrities, athletes who are showing solidarity, who are asking for justice in this case of George Floyd, the black man who was killed by four police officers in Minneapolis this week. So Taylor Swift out here shook us all. I mean, she was she was very up and honest and vocal about politics and what she stands for in her Netflix documentary, uh, Miss Americana. And I'm actually not surprised. I'm just very happy and thankful that she used her platform to speak out. Um, I have been encouraged to not be polarizing, to not get political. I believe this is not about politics. I just think this is about right and wrong. You know, I don't want to bash you on your beliefs, on who you support and don't support. Um, but I'm just going to read what Taylor Swift said. <laughs> this is what she's saying. After stalking the fires of white supremacy and racism, your entire presidency, you have the nerve to fiend moral superiority superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. We will vote you out in November. That's at Real Donald Trump. That has 1.5 million likes on Twitter. That's the most liked tweet Taylor Swift has ever tweeted. Um, like I said, I think it's great she's speaking out. Some artists don't want to directly speak out, but they're either retweeting. Like I saw The weekend, he retweeted Barack Obama's uh, message about George Floyd's death. I think that, you know, even if you don't want to say something directly, even making one form of action is great, like one retweet. All right, The weekend, we know where you stand. We hear what you're saying, and that is okay. I love that you retweeted that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like some people, they maybe don't want to use their own voice. And like I said, I think that is okay. But if you are showing any type of action in support of justice, right, in support of morality, in support of equality, um, bashing racism and discrimination. If you are, like I said, just retweeting something or reposting something, not even saying anything in your own words, I think that is okay. Um, Justin Bieber has been very vocal. Um, he's asking for segregation to be over and posting scriptures on his Instagram. Uh, Ariana Grande, Kylie Jenner. Yes, Kylie Jenner. Even though a lot of these artists and celebs are going to get dragged no matter what, but I... I think it's really lame when people are out here like, you don't know oppression or you don't know this. It's like, that is true. Not everyone has the exact same oppression as everyone else. But if you are, like I said, trying to act, doing something to make a difference, I think that is very, very important. Um, I was talking to my boss today on how to handle this. Like, what can I do? Um, 
you know, how should I be handling this on air and on my podcasts? And he was giving me very, very great directions. He is supporting me 100%, um, especially what I do off air and on my socials. He's like, do whatever you want. Just make sure that you know and, and realize that you are a, you know, I heart radio employee and, you know, that I have eyes looking at me. I can't be saying F this, F that or do, you know, like that is fair. I feel like that is fair. And I am a role model. I know that. Um, I have a platform. People are watching me and it's, you know, bigger, bigger than just me. I'm a part of like a, a high, I heart family, but yeah, I was really happy that he's very supportive. And I was asking him, I'm like, boss, you've, you know, been through this so many times. Like you're, you know, you're more, way more experienced in the world than I am. You know, a little nice way of saying you're kind of older than me, <laughs> but, um, but like, what do you think about this? Like, do you think that this, this is, this is going to be the time when things change? And, you know, he told me, Crystal, I really hope so. But every time we feel that way, like every time that we fight for justice, that we fight for against racial discrimination, um, we feel like this is going to be, you know, the time where things change and then they just don't. And then things go back to normal. And he's like, I really hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. Um, but, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Tell people to vote, Crystal. He's like, tell people to vote. That is a huge way that we can make a difference is by researching the people who are up for office in our counties, in our cities, in our state, in our country. Research these people, uh, you know, tell everyone to vote that their vote matters, that their voice matters no matter what they think or believe in, because that is how we are going to make a change by numbers, by voting. So. That's definitely what I want to push. Um, he's telling me coming coming closer to November, we're definitely going to push that more and more on air, he said, 100%. So just because just telling people to vote is a non-polarizing way of saying we got to come together and do something. Because if I, Crystal, am on the air saying, hey, y'all, vote, all right? Hit me up on socials, knowing who, let me know who you're going to vote for, right? And I say my socials, people know by my socials what I'm about, what I do, and who I'm going to vote for. So I'm glad I had that conversation with him. He uh, gave me, you know, uh, clear, he cleared my head. He gave me more direction on how to appropriately address these things and, you know, make sure that everything's coinciding, you know, um, make sure that I do my job on air, which is to make people happy, to introduce songs, to play music, um, to, you know, I, I can't on air 100% put my passion and everything into every single break on air, but, he said, do it on your podcast. Like I've been doing, keep posting on your social. So like I said, he, I'm happy he gave me more direction on that. Now let's head into my cave. Things are going to get uplifting, serious. We're going to talk to my good friend, Brittany. I was asking around to my friends, like who do you guys think I should have on the podcast to talk about this? I, I want, you know, strong black woman. And all my friends were like, hey, Brittany, 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 absolutely Brittany. I was like, yes. Oh my gosh. How did I forget about her? So we're going to bring my girl Brittany on. Um, I explained yesterday that to, yesterday I wanted to give you guys my thoughts and I just want to pour everything out um, about how I feel with everything going on with George Floyd. But now I want a black woman. I want a black woman right here in the Bay Area to teach us Latinos, to teach us everyone, everyone listening, not just my Latinos, what we should be doing, how we can help the Black Lives Matter movement, how we can move forward. Hello. Who's in here? It's so dark. Ew, what's dripping? Did I just step on something? You're now inside Crystal's Cave. Hey, mama. Hey, Brittany, where you at? 
Girl, on the front line, you know me. Oh. Right here in the thick of it, downtown Oakland. Of course on you 8th are. and Broadway. Yes, girl. Okay, listen, you guys. Yesterday, I wanted to have Brittany on yesterday, but I called her super last minute, and she's like, you know what, Crystal? Like, give me a day. I want to, like, write everything out. I want to make sure that I have everything correct for your listeners. So here you are, Brittany. I wanted to bring you on because you're a very strong black woman out here in the Bay. And when I asked my close friends, like, who should I have on? Everyone was like, Brittany, put Brittany on. Put Brittany on. She'd be perfect. So I, I hear that you are out there on the front lines, you guys. It is 10 p.m. on Friday night right here. Um, I'm in San Francisco, California. Brittany's in the front lines protesting in, you said, downtown Oakland, right? Right here in downtown Oakland. Yes, ma'am. All right. So l- let me hear what you have to say. What do you have to say to listeners? What do you have to say to, you know, our Latinos? What do you have to say to anyone, black, white, Asian, Indian, Middle Eastern, Australian, who who needs to hear from you? Like, what do you have to say to them? I think that the main prerogative is, you know, presentation and support. Like, right now, there are individuals out here on the front lines, very peaceful, multiple shades, you know, all different backgrounds and ethnicities. And so it's just more so support. And, you know, the fact that everybody can come together and they don't have to break anything or they don't have to, you know, hurt anybody. They are literally right here. I'm looking at people right now in front of the police, the Oakland Police Department. Peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And that's not necessarily the narrative that the media wants to display. It's always more so, oh, look at what, you know, these thugs or these bandits or these, you know, individuals who didn't necessarily have that much to be people who are out here on the front line are using their voice and it doesn't matter what color or what background you come from you have a voice and i think that's the the main point or the takeaway is that you know say it loud say it proud say these individuals who have passed us say their name in the name of justice yep say their name in the name of justice um, be present, be out here, take any kind of action that you can. That's what I've been preaching too. Yeah, so the thing about it is people always think, oh, you're going to a process or, oh, you're going to a demo and they're supposed to be, you know, this negative outcome. It does not have to be negative. Mm-hmm. There are positive ways in which we can go about making sure that our voices get heard, especially in our community. Yeah, and so there are folks here that are making sure you know, like this city gets taken care of. Yep. Some people, um, their you know, their mindset isn't always geared towards a positive or a positive outcome. Mhm. And so we've seen uh, the police have used tear gas this evening to try to tear folks away from you know stepping closer to the police station and then the police station is connected to the courthouse as well as the jail mm-hmm. and so i want to say folks are about a hundred feet or a feet feet away or so uh-huh. wow that sounds crazy over there man to hear them right now yeah well um, um uh-huh Um, Brittany, I want to let our listeners know 
This is beautiful. Wow. Brittany, I want to also mention to our listeners that this Monday, June 1st, um, in San Francisco, people are kneeling for justice in in honor of George Floyd. So that's going to be this Monday at 850 Bryant Street, the Hall of Justice. 11 a.m. Yeah, most definitely. I want to make sure that folks show up and show out in the name of justice, you know? Yep. If you really want to know what's next or, well, you know, how to implement all of the all of the information that you're receiving on different social media platforms or, you know, different conversations that you've been overhearing over the last few days, few months, few years, what have you, the way to implement is... It's to show up. Show Use up. Use your voice. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on. Thank you for you. being out there. Thank I love you. you. And hopefully I'll see you Monday, okay? I hope the people really understand that this is going to make sure that the next generation doesn't have to go through the inequalities and the injustice that we are facing at this day and age. 100%. We are trying to create the change that we want to see. Yep. One love, everyone. Thank you, Brittany. I love you, Crystal. I'll love you, too. To you soon. Okay. Peace. Bye. She is out there in those streets. She's out there. And yeah, show up, show out. Um, like I said, do what you can, vote, anything, anything that you do. One form of action really, really helps. If it's a retweet, if it's signing a petition, if it's calling, um, all of it helps. Again, I'm going to be there. This is 11 a.m. this coming Monday. June 1st at 850 Bryant Street, the Hall of Justice. It's peaceful kneeling for justice in honor of George Floyd. You guys, I love you so much. Thank you for being here for another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep posting. I'm going to keep, I don't want this momentum to end. I really want to prove my boss wrong when he said, I've seen this over and over, Crystal. We always feel like things are going to change, but they just unfortunately don't. I want to prove him wrong. Um, and it, this might not be, I mean, uh, clearly this is not going to be the last protest that I'm going to be involved in. There might be more protests that all of us are going to have to be part of more phone calls that we're all going to have to make if we want to see change. But right now there's only one of the four officers who killed George Floyd in custody and charged with third degree murder, which if you guys don't know like the difference between first, second, and third. That means that the judge is seeing this as a complete accident as he did not intent intent to kill him. Um, it was not out of malice. And if you guys see that video, I think we've all seen it by now. We, we can all agree that, that how could there not be malice involved when you have no empathy or empathy or sympathy for someone you are kneeling on, on top of. So that's why I'm going to be kneeling. For George George Floyd, 11 a.m. at the Hall of Justice on Bryan Street right here in San Francisco. I hope to see you guys there. I hope to see signs there. Um, I hope to see a lot of the listeners there. And I love you so, so much. Thank you for being here for another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Uh, wherever you're listening, please subscribe if you haven't. Share the podcast if you really liked it. You know where to find me on socials and more. I'm at La Crystal Rosas. I love, love, love you. And I will see you on the next one. Mwah. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.